What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 600, whoa, 467th <laughs> <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> yeah, we jumped ahead. Welcome yeah. to the future. Oh, we got to 600. Oh, boy. Hopefully this show would be significantly better. Hi, I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello. I have been hunting the golden beaver to no success. I'm very sad that no golden beavers have shown up in my home or near me. I actually even put on an incense while at brunch today in attempt to attract the golden beaver, and it did not happen. The plump mouse Pokemon. Yes. Will is here. Well, now I'm checking to see if I have a golden beaver. <laughs> uh, but while I do that, let me... Uh, I certainly do not. Um, so I have that shiny Genesect, though. I need to inform our listeners that knitting time is no longer solely restricted to Pokemon Masters talk. We're doing it through the whole program now. Is <laughs> <laughs> that been not enough Masters talk? You need to, you need exactly. to crank it up. And, and this, this blanket's not going to knit itself, so... Are you making me a blanket? That's so nice. No, 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 no. Oh, thanks, Will. This is my retirement blanket for when I get my chair with the Georgetown seal on it. It's a blue and gray blanket that shall drape over the chair, and I shall point at it when people come to visit and say, that's my retirement chair. Do you want to be buried in it? No. Okay. I have uh, two B-Doof in the house. None are golden. I got Skitty. Hold on. No, no shiny skitty either. I wanted my cashew butter. We have a Pokemon show for y'all today. <laughs> uh, we'll see how far Will makes it on his blanket for the video people. We got some Pokemon Go drama. I'm oh, already yeah, exhausted. We We're going to put that for a little bit later. Is there anything else? <laughs> what else do we cover? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of 25th anniversary announcements. There Did you was, miss those? There was one that we can cover. Uh, that's also a headache, so we'll put that for later. Let's start off with the fun news this week. <laughs> what are we going to start with? Pokemon! Square bunnies available at Build-A-Bear. No, we already covered that. Pokemon right. Company settles Pokemon Sword and Shield lawsuit. That's a banger to start off with. <laughs> I mean... Did people sue over the Pokedex no, reduction? No, they, they were... Uh, this was the were, leakers. They were, they, were, they were suing leakers. Ooh. I have it off Polygon.com. The Pokemon Company has settled its November 2019 lawsuit. Can you believe Sword and Shield's almost two years old? Yep. Uh, against two Sword and Shield leakers, according to court documents filed on Tuesday. The company filed the lawsuit in 2019 after photos of an unrele- of unreleased Pokemon Sword and Shield strategy guide were published online before the game's release date. I remember looking at these pictures. The defendants are required to pay the Pokemon Company $150,000 each in damages and attorney fees. When the Pokemon Company first filed the lawsuit, I thought it was Nintendo that technically filed it, but uh, it only had screenshots of the guides posted through a Discord chat. Throughout the law, we made sure those pictures were not in our Discord chat, I'll tell you that much. The lawsuit, the Pokemon Company discovered that one of the two defendants took the photos while employed by the company that was hired to print the strategy guide. The second defendant uh, then shared those photos on Discord uh, from where they spread to a worldwide audience. The Pokemon company said in the original complaint, photos revealed the photos revealed features that were never before seen, like Gigantamax forms of certain Pokemon. That's true. Uh, I think that's when we found out about uh, Hatterene for the first time. Yeah. Oh, and Kingler, because people lost their... The Kingler stuff was cool. 
Pokemon Company said in its complaint that it reacted swiftly to the leaks, including issuing takedowns across the internet. These weren't the only leaks, however, before and after those images were online, a Portuguese website published a series of leaks uh, that have since got blacklisted by Nintendo. We covered that, too. I completely yep. forgot about that. Yeah. Yep, that whole website. Gosh, what was their name, too? They had a pretty... Uh, we, were, we were obsessed with the name. I Look... This was I, two I don't years remember. ago. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember what we even said on last week's show. Anyways, uh, that was that's pretty much it. The the two people who leaked have to pay one hundred fifty thousand. I'm sure they don't have that money. I'm sure. What is like the legal process? You can just file for bankruptcy and then move on with life. Uh, mm. not quite. Nah, it's not that easy. <laughs> no. I Possibly mean, go to jail. You, yeah. I mean, you can file for bankruptcy, and they can't come after you for the money, but it ruins every a lot of other things. So, like, there's no good way around it. I mean, they, if you really want to know, they come after everything you own. Yeah. You're forced to sell everything that you own until you can pay them back. I don't know if there's any lawyers that listen to the show or people. I'm sure there are. I know at least one lawyer that listens to this program. <laughs> that, I'm just curious how they get to that. Price one hundred and fifty thousand. Like, how does how is that number decided? There are existing instruments that will tell you, like, mm -hmm. based on reach and reputation damage, what the financial. I mean, I, in bringing the case to court, the Pokemon Company's lawyers will have identified this is what we see yeah. as the amount of financial damage that was caused to us by the actions of this malfeasor. That's that's part of taking something to court you don't yep. say well they did something bad to me make them pay <laughs> no you say they did something bad to me make them pay they this much two million dollars in damages the like goal i guess also is to probably scare people not to leak these again but i feel like well, most people that leak I, are like they won't catch me well it's no so so it's it kind of goes along the line with uh the concept of trademark where if yeah. you don't put forth the energy to stop people from doing something, then it's an indication that you do not care whether they do or do not do that thing. So you do have to go after a – when it hits a certain level of notability, you, you mm -hmm. have to go after it. Yeah. I mean, the threat of lawsuit was, had always been there, right? Like, that has always been a thing. Like, you know, we're going to go after leakers. We're going to take them down. So I think this is – the first time, I think, in a, where they've actually posted the results and the amount of money, and I think that's just with more notoriety. I think a lot of these things would have just been in court documents, and people would have been like, I'm sure they, it got taken care of. But, you know, it's just, it was fairly big news at the time, so it's big news now, and they went and looked it up. I saw, like, one or two comments that was like, I'm glad they leaked it because it prevented me from buying the game. And I couldn't help think my, to myself, like, you would have solved the game anyway. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, uh, there's, there's financial damages right there. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand that thought process. Like, were you ready to buy the game day one without looking at it? If you were already on the fence, why wouldn't you just wait? Wait. Like Cerebi like, would have had everything within three days, and they did. So, just like, like wait two hours after the game came out. Like we, we don't, we don't live in a culture of wait. Now, come on. 
Oh, boy. I mean, I do, but... All right, some 25th anniversary news. This is, like, both cool and a bummer at the same time. Celebrate some... This is off Pokemon.com. Celebrate some of Pokemon's greatest memories over 25 years of adventure, discover, and... 25 years of adventure, discovery, and friendship. The Celebration Expansion... Offers plenty to be excited about, including an opportunity to scroll down memory lane with classic TCG cards. Are Add a joyous parade of legendary, mythical, and beloved Pokemon to your collection, including Mew, Ho-Oh, Zamazenta, Flying Pikachu, and Surfing Pikachu. Uh, join the party with TCG Celebration Expansion. That is going to come out October 8th, 2021. Uh, it will have... <laughs> 45, more than 45 cards, they say. Mm, so 46. Yeah, so not 50. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have said more <laughs> Definitely than 50. Definitely not 50. Uh, it comes with four Pokemon VMAX, sorry, four Pokemon V, two Pokemon VMAX, 25 classic cards. There will not be booster packs, so this is a special set like Shining Fates was. So Shining ah. Fates came out the week of the 25th Pokemon Day, sorry. Um, usually they do one of these sets. This is their, they're doing two this year. Uh, there will be a Dragapult Prime. So this is the cool thing about this set. Uh, they're taking gimmicks from older games. So Prime was a gimmick in like the Harkold Soul Silver era. There was a very popular Yen Mega Prime that was really good. Mm. So they're taking a new a new Pokemon like Dragapult. They're making a Prime version. They're doing Lance's Charizard V. And then Dark Sylveon V. That's cool because Gym Leaders was a gimmick. Dark Pokemon were a gimmick. Uh, there will be a pin collection. There will there will be an elite trainer box. There will be mini tens. There will be a Pikachu V Union. That's there's our V Union stuff we covered. Uh, there will be a Pikachu V Max, and there will be an ultra premium collection. And there will be a collector's chest. Those are all the different products coming out to celebrate mm. these forty five mm. cards. Yet there are. 30 different boxes you could possibly buy. Maybe not buy, because they're probably going to be all sold out and possible to find. Because there's Charizards in these sets, and there's Pikachus in these sets. And if we've learned anything in 2020 <laughs> and 2021, <laughs> it's that Charizard and Pikachu on cardboard sell very well. Uh, It's not cardboard. It's card stock. My mistake. Oh, oh. That whole, <laughs> Wow. Wow. I was there for that. Oh, I was watching boy, your oh stream. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bummer because uh, I feel like the TCG has gotten better. I know some people are like, they, they still can't get TCG stuff in their area. My targets in the Milwaukee area remind to just don't need to bring it up every week, but we were the target that had the gun pulled out and then all the cards were pulled <sighs> since then. <laughs> that same target and the target near it has been flourishing with Pokemon cards. No, Fully restocked. No baseball to cards. Bottom. Uh, but it was you can come in, you can buy two sets. They had, I took a video, I posted a video on Instagram about it. They had like 20 ETBs of Shining Fates. They had all the new battle tins for Chilling Rains, or sorry, uh, battle styles. They had blisters and regular boosters of Chilling Rains. They were loaded, very stocked. So at least targets in Milwaukee have been very good with the cards. And I think they will probably continue to be good until we get to celebrations where. This will happen. They will get raided. It's yes. not like I remember when 
Shining Legends came out. Shining Fates, Hidden Fates, like, McChampion's Path. Like, these sets are always hard to find, mm-hmm. regardless of what they put into it, because they're limited. But, I don't know, maybe they'll learn their lesson on the print more than enough to... No. No. <laughs> no. No, no, That's no. not going to happen. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's not a thing. I mean, so... What's the what's the downside? What's the sadness? What's oh, the sadness the... is cards are going to be hard to find because of this. Oh, people want that them Charizards. They want them Charizards. Are we are we going to move over to PokemonCenter.com? Is there's is there new stuff? Yeah, I mean we, we can. Take how a... are you not? How are you not on the fence about getting all of the relaxing ri- river figures? Oh no, 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 no! I both of you, <laughs> no, you. It's an invitation to disappointment. Is all that is? Okay, don't do I it. Will say, I will say this: the most recent celebration parade, a toasty treat surprise figure, <laughs> makes me so happy. I did not invest into this entire thing because this one. You done Torchic bad. Uh, Torchic is projectile vomiting upon Chimchar. It is a bad true. look. It is, it is so true. bad. I wish there was just an option to buy the whole parade. Like, give me the whole Why? set. Why? You've got that weird Froakie booger. You've got Torchic <laughs> yeah. upchucking. Upchucking. Why Torchic do you want it? Eating too many uh, nacho Doritos and spewing on. Chimchar. All uh, owning that parade set is, it's an invitation for your future children when your future home is infested by Poltergeist the movie to turn into some horrible mm-hmm. toy evil yep. possessed creature that will yep. torment them in the night. You don't yes. think the parade would <laughs> would appreciate and value no. next oh, to God. the no. ancient no. muse? No! No! I don't. no! It's no ancient Mew. It is never going to be an ancient Mew. It's never going to be close to an ancient Mew. The only way that that parade is going to appreciate in value is in 10 years when some <laughs> YouTuber wants to make a video of why did the Pokemon company ever make these products yeah, yeah, and yeah. they can't find a, a copy of it. They're going to be like, oh, that's Steve Sarumi. He had one. He I had remember. one. Let me reach out to him and offer him 50 bucks for the set. Old Sarumi up in Sarumi Mansion surrounded by his... Pokemon valuables. <laughs> so I, so the, the the thing I wanted to collect was the was the Pikachu moods. Yeah, they sell a lot quick. And the I got the first one, which was the, like the sleepy mood or whatever. And then the second one sold out. And then this one sold out. I think this is the third one, the love mood. Yeah. And I'm an all or nothing kind of person. So since the second True. one sold out, I've I've left that collection. I'm done. If I can't get them all, I'm not interested. You can get all the relaxing fake relaxing river figures though. All of them right there in a line for sale. The mood figures are resin. Mhm. And the relaxing river is resin. And mm-hmm. I think their resin quality is just bad. It is, but you can get all four of them. <laughs> I really want to like the Snom blue polo shirt, and I don't like that it's a white horizontal line across the front. Yeah, I'm very bad. bumped by that. It's not good. But I am also who's incredibly... wearing polos? It's not. It's not 2002 anymore, Greg. What do you mean? Who is sporting S- a polo? Some of Many us need people. business casual workwear. Are we? Are we still pretending that polo is like? Fits into the qualifications of business casual? Yes, we do. A 
A wedding casual summer allows for polo shirts. Polo shirts have a cute collar. Now, whether or not you pop the collar, that is a different thing. We don't do that. We don't, we don't do that now. No. We don't. We don't. But polo shirts are still a viable shirt option. They are they are their own thing, and they can dress up a simple pair of jeans true. for when you're true. going this out to a restaurant and you want to look better than the <laughs> schlubs around you, like Steve wandering with his I galaxy rainbow ever... pants and his ugly hoodie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever looked at somebody wearing a polo and been like, "Wow, they really classed it up over here." Well, over over the dude in the tank top, yeah, they certainly did. Over some some edge lord in the corner with his chain wallet and hoodie. Yeah, Heck exactly. Yeah. Look, this, that that, no, that polo I, shirt's got I, buttons on it. Yeah. It takes effort. This is it's a bad color, argument. Button. No one wearing a tank top or a chain wallet and a hoodie is trying to look classy. The polo oh, people are like they made those choices and they made those choices to go out into the world. Yeah, and, and that's fine, and it. I respect that choice. But don't I, put on I'm a polo not, no, and then no, try I, to no, argue no. that like, well, I look more respectable. No, 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 no buddy, no, no, you put no, on a polo, no. put on a button up, maybe no, a tie, no, maybe no. A, a blazer or something. You're Come wrong, on, because because that you're, is you're you're living formal. In, you're living in this whole black and white world mm-hmm. of it's either trash or it's class. No. There's something called decent. Yes. I wanted to look I wanted to decent. look decent. Therefore I wore an undershirt I to be, and a polo. Yeah. Look, I wanted to be I'm not going I'm not going to halfway try to like pretend polos are you decent. You halfway most things in your life. No, 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 no. Like I went out I, I I went out to a restaurant beginning of June. I had a gift we card. Did get snow tires. Went, to a, went to a steak place. We had to use the gift card. I put on a suit. Do you know why? Because I wanted to look good. I wanted to feel good. You know what you don't get with a polo? You don't look any better, and you don't feel hey, any you better okay, because Barney you're in a Stinson. polo. No, just just class it up. Put that suit on. Heck I no. am not wearing a tie. I am not putting some horrible thing around my neck. It what? is awful. I, I, it got, is I awful. got zero issues with wearing the tie. I love the tie. Go I hate out the tie. for a, a lovely evening at of course, I cannot go out for a lovely evening at the Bachelor Farmer because it doesn't know, exist anymore. But let's anymore. be hypothetical, travel back in time. I cannot go out for a lovely evening at the Bachelor Farmer, farmer with Greg and his husband and, and ha- throw back some drinks and have some laughs and good time in a suit. Correct. Mm. But in a, uh, in a oh, polo? It's, it's a thousand no, degrees no. here. I'm suits not putting on that there, there many is no layers. Joy. There, there, are, there is I no love, joy in suits. Suits are for weddings suit. and funerals. <laughs> and Only. For going to your corporate job that you yep. only go went to because you sold your soul, yeah, and you've got no nothing. You're an empty husk of a human being, so Correct. you might as well decorate that husk with a florid. Do you tie. know what I think Correct. is classier than a polo? A turtleneck. <laughs> what is wrong with you? This is a, the seventies calling <laughs> and the hide hickeys only. <laughs> Turtlenecks are for ski wear, for being out in the cold. A turtleneck says, I want to be Steve Jobs because I don't understand Steve, what that means. And I want to pretend that I'm somehow cool. So I'm going to wear a black turtleneck and be like an uber geek. There is nothing classy about a, a black no. turtleneck. If I was, at that if point, I, no. 
the, the and, 70 I mean, the time travel police from the 70s yeah. are coming to get you and drag you back to the era where you belong I mean, if Put i was on that, like an old in your con- bell bottoms and your tennis sweater and just be done with it if i was at like an old country buffet and there's a table there's a table with a dude sitting with a with a polo on and a table with a dude sitting with a turtleneck on i bet you that turtleneck guy is 10 times fancier than the polo guy i, I bet, bet you that turtleneck guy, guy does things in his home that we can't talk about on this Correct. program also i bet you that turtleneck guy's a thousand years old <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I cannot lie. I used to own turtlenecks. I used to rock turtlenecks under mm-hmm. my sweaters yes, in 1986. Yes, when that was appropriate. Or when you're out on the ski slopes having a rich day in the mountains. I mean, you may not understand this as a millennial, non-Will and Greg, <laughs> but... <laughs> Turtlenecks are not attractive. <laughs> they aren't. Turtlenecks. I look at a dude wearing a turtleneck and I say, "Thank you for letting me know yeah. ahead of yeah. time that I yeah. do not want to date you." Yes. Because what of are you? What are you hiding? In life. What are you hiding under there? What what hideous things are being covered up? Open up that open up that polo collar. Let me see them sweet. Clean necklines, something those te- neck tendons. You gotta neck expose tendons. the neck. I need to know. I mean, are there? Maybe we need to do a public service announcement to our listeners who are like, I'm trying to get dates and I can't get any dates. And it's like, hey, buddy, if hey, you're wearing the turtleneck, turtleneck, and you're going to Arby's, get get lost. That's part of the reason why you're not getting any dates, <laughs> yeah. friend. Ditch the turtlenecks. That being said, I cannot Full commit suit. to these relaxing river figures. They why? Just, I, what? It meets your requirements. I can get them all. True. Yep. It has my boy Pikachu. True. Yep. It's got Psyduck as a floaty. It's all the starters from Kanto because you're a Gen 1-er. That's far from true. They're limited release. They probably only made a certain amount of these and then they're going to be gone forever. Clearly other people feel the same that I feel of these because they haven't sold out. (laughs) Yet. Can we talk about the $55 grill set? Yeah. Does it well, include first, a first, butter dish? Like it, let's, it kinda looks let's like let's swing by are you getting the twenty five st- uh, stemless glasses? The twenty fifth anniversary. No, I have way glasses. too many glasses. Okay. I just, right, let's go to the barbecue. Like if there's set. one thing I don't need anymore, it's cups. Like I just mm-hmm. I ain't got room for them. I yeah, need less cups, set. honestly. Alright, well start breaking things. Irene yes. did a crime in our house of throwing away <laughs> our Hotbox pizza cups because we had too many of them. <gasps> that oh, gone. That is a crime. That I mean, it's so an actual crime. I was collecting so fi- many you're, of them. You're filing yes. for divorce. It's it was a short lived marriage. Used to like I'm very Irene. sorry, Greg. Remind me of this the next time that Irene okay. asks us for consultations about appearance right. changing factors. Yeah, we will say is, I have no truck with folks who throw away <laughs> the hotbox cup. Uh, I just gonna respond. Excuse me, hotbox. Cups? No. <laughs> no, this is over. We're done. Greg, are you getting the I- egg incubator bag so you can put a no. plush Rosalia in it so no. when you walk around on GoFest, no. people know that you got the Rosalia in the bag? <laughs> that See, was now a you're very about long, it. there's a long thing that that should have stopped when I said no all along it, and then you still went for the bad ending, which is still a no. I don't want to carry a bag around. A plastic bag in the middle of the summer on my back? you're carrying your child. 
It's not my child. I didn't give birth to it. It doesn't talk to me. It's sealed. I'm going to carry yeah, I'll carry a sealed plastic bag with Rosalia stuck in there like some some trophy Pokémon. No. Are you are you going to get it and stuff all of 10-foot Meowth in there? No, because I'll probably have like a stream backpack on, and that'll mm. make. What me... if they require that? Oh wait, <laughs> they require you year. to have the bag. <laughs> the clear, the, no, no, that they require that you have a clear backpack, like they've done in the yeah. past. I'm like, but it's not going to be this but year. That'll be, be next year. year. I mean, if there's a if there was a clear backpack requirement, then I'd probably get it. Uh, all right, so fifty four dollars for barbecue tool set that is not worth it. Okay, it's clear this year, if there's anything the 25th anniversary has proven, it's that the Pokemon company is found out of ideas. another company that has a catalog of items, mm. and they flip through mm. said catalog, and they point at things, and they say, put Pikachu on it, and then we put it up on the website. <laughs> Case in point, this Grill collection, which is like... I, look, look I can, they got like five pictures on the website. It's kind of hard to gauge, but it looks like so they they have a they have a the a porker, the two prong thing. What? I don't know what to call. It. I don't call it a porker. Is you a po- fork? What? Yeah, it's like a big fork. It's a grilling fork. But where do you get porker from? Because you like pork poke with it. Pork, yeah, you pork, 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 pork. Uh, it has just. <laughs> It, it it is like the standard thing you would probably find at Walmart for twenty bucks, and they yeah, just put a-, a very small stencil Pikachu on the on the bottom. Yes, and yes. then they got the tongs, mm-hmm. and then they got the uh, spatula. The what the tongs? The tongs. Tongs. That's what I said. Tongs. And then they got the spatula. Always got the fake accent, Steve. I got the spatula with the Pokeball. It just yeah, looks the, so... The Pokeball spatula is kind of cute. Okay, the most important... You, no, the most oh, important yeah. thing is the apron. That's that's yeah. what all the Pokedads are out to get. But it's not in the set. Yeah, it the apron Pokemon Summer Days Grilling Apron. Yeah, yeah, it's no, just the, a different item, yeah, but it's apron. part of the oh, set. Yeah, yeah. The apron's like 35 bucks set. on its own. Just get the apron. I got... Look, I, I want to buy useless uh, i want to buy a pikachu butter dish i want to buy things like this <laughs> but i feel like the summer day grilling set three pack for almost 60 dollars it, it now there wasn't a lot of thought put into this now here's the problem i want to believe and it's I, good I, quality what, do we do we know what date that this was added it was, to, it was added uh, on Tuesday. Uh, it was added, yeah, Tuesday. Okay, so they obviously missed the mark because there are three things that exist in this world Dads who like to grill and children who don't know what to get their father for Father's Day. Yes. I mean, dads who like Pokemon, who like to grill, grill. and children who don't know what to get their father for Father's Day. Absolutely. They, this would have been the perfect. If I had I made the mistake and had children, I would have probably gotten if this. You, if you are serious about grilling, you probably have like $80 tongs that are, are have you significantly better quality than 85% <laughs> of the United States of America. <laughs> This is, uh, for for our worldwide listeners, welcome to folks from India to Saskatchewan. France, in America, England, it Scotland. Is, it, men, men enjoy grilling mm. with zero skill, mm. but they are adamant that they are going to grill. Mm. So no, no one is a grilling enthusiast and investing heavily in the 
Except for the the actual, what is that machine that you cook on? The actual grill? Grill. The grill. The grill. Right? The Weber they, grill. They will spend like $10,000 yeah. just so that they have a better grill than their buddy. But the actual tongs? Nah. Nah, nah, nah. I went tongs. to Home Depot, got two pieces of metal, and put a spring between them. I, that's, that shows you what kind of a man I am right there. <laughs> I made my this, own tongs. This is this is a set that you put into a frame and hang on the wall and never dirty them. I can't wait for all the angry grill enthusiast letters we get this <laughs> okay, week. Are we, but are we skipping the fact that it looks like at the end of both the spatula and the grilling fork, that looks like a bottle opener? I think it maybe, but I thought it was just to hang them up on the side of the grill. I mean, but they could probably open bottles. They got that lip for the bottle opener right there. Well, they got that lip in them. I- I'm sure by the end of the year we'll figure out exactly what catalog they're open they're ordering from, and we can just be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, this is the same catalog Harley Davidson is using. Same exact spatula set. It's just they they, they threw the Harley <laughs> logo on the bottom." Brandedcontent.com for all your branded content needs. I don't know what factory in India. I'm almost positive the resin figures are being made in India. Uh, I think I think that's where they're it from. It says China in their thing. Yeah, but when I got when I got the sleepy one, there I and then I think the Pikachu salt and pepper shaker. I think they say um, India on the boxes. Mm. So there's lies on this website. Game, so hashtag hey, game hey, free could Clyde. be manufactured in China, packaged in India. Could be. This this is something that can happen. I, I'm just not sold on any of their resin figures. Maybe they need a different factory or quality control or i don't they know. need a better resin scientist yes okay let's take a break uh when we come back we got some pokemon go stuff yeah we got the some plans for go fest and some uh outrage and some other stuff so we will be right back This podcast is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon, a subscription cocktail service that helps you learn how to make handcrafted cocktails (laughs) right at home. (laughs) Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes developed by world-class mixologists. All you need to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit and you have all you need to make 12 drinks at home. 12 drinks. 12 drinks at home. At just $40 to $50 per month, plus the cost of the bottle, this is a super cost-effective way to enjoy craft cocktails. And you can skip or cancel boxes at any time. Invite some friends over, class up your nightcaps, or be the best house guest of all time with your Shaker and Spoon box. Get $20 off your first box at Shaker and spoon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-p why are you such a dirtbag <laughs> i know <laughs> i'm making sure that our sponsors feel like they are getting their money's worth They're- on this program <laughs> uh i still have a bunch of my shaker and spoon stuff left although i am out of sparkling water i did make a bunch we learned we we use them to make uh pretend frescas which is real real good What's a pretend fresca? So fresca has like a grapefruit flavoring and then yes. citrus in it. So we were you they the last the one that I got had a grapefruit bitter spray, and so you could spray it spray some in there, and then you mm-hmm. could put some of the lemon bitters in there and like 
pour the thing in and it tasted like a fresca, a light fresca. How nice. We were getting really very creative with our uh, bo- shaker and spoon box. So it has opened the door. It has. Experimentation. Still, I can't drink, but it opened the door to other experimentations. You get $20 off your first box at shakerandspoon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And we are back from our break. Uh, shout out to Brandon from our Slack for sending in the lawsuit stuff. Tone for sending in the celebration stuff. And Alex for sending in the Pogo stuff. Let's talk about the Pogo news before we get to the Pogo drama. Okay. They updated the raid stuff. Mm-hmm. And they announced that raid day will feature every legendary Pokemon discovered in Pokemon Go so far. So let's start there. Wait, raid day or the yeah. second day of Go Fest? The, the second, second day, day of Go, Go Fest, Fest is called raid, is raid day. day. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it says, uh, trainers, we have received reports that every legendary Pokemon discovered in Pokemon Go will be appearing in five-star raids. Strange, right? This sort of event hasn't happened in the world of Pokemon Go before, so we're just as puzzled as you. Hopefully sure we will get are. answers during the event to why that is happening. <laughs> There's your story. Um, there was a story for why Team Rocket took over GoFast last time. I'm sure no one read it. They just probably no. clicked all through it. and. I mean, I done. did, but I don't remember it. Uh, from Sunday, July 18th, from 10 to 6... Legendary Pokemon will appear globally in five-star raids. Each Pokemon will be appearing during one of four themed raid hours during the event. So from 10 to 11, and from 2 to 3, Mewtwo, Ho-Oh, Latias, Latios, Regigigas, Altered Form Garatina, Cresselia, Verizian, and Therian Form Tornadus will appear. In Lava Hour, from 11 to 12, or 3 to 4, Moltres, Entei, Regirock, Groudon, Heatran, Reshiram, Terrakian, Thunderian form, Landorus, this is a mouthful, and Yivatal will appear in five-star raids. From Frost Hour, 12 to 1, or 4 to 5, Articuno, Suicune, Lugia, Regice, Kyogre, Palkia, Kiram will appear, plus Uxi, Mespirit, and Azelf will appear in the regions they normally appear in. And then finally, during Thunder Hour, from 1 to 2, or 5 to 6, Zapdos, Raikou, uh, Raikou, Registeel, Rayquaza, Dialga, Cobalion, Therian Form, Thunderous, Zekrom, and Xerneas will appear in five-star raids. Mythical Pokemon will not be appearing in five-star raids. You'll get uh, 10 raid passes that can be used in person, 10,000 bonus XP. Completing timed research will give you up to eight remote raid passes. And then there will be a bundle that will contain three remote raid passes that will be available in the shop that day as well. So they don't really mention the ones that have previously been shiny. Can they still be shiny in this event or is it a non-shiny event? I would assume that they wouldn't turn off shinies. Yeah, I would assume the same. Shiny on is shiny on. Yeah, but we have been in shiny off times before. Those are usually accidents. (laughs) Yeah, but they don't specifically say, which makes me concerned. People really want shiny Dialga and Palkia. So you could maybe be like, are they going to turn those shiny? Mm-hmm. I feel like Zekrom and Xerneas and Yvatal and the other one, Reshiram, those are still, like, too new. But I guess they could turn those shiny as well. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, they'll do whatever they want. You're You're but... in a weird situation because, like... Whether or not they turn on shinies, if you're at, like, Mall of America, 
let's just say we're at Mall of America. There's seven gyms, and Reshiram pops, and it can't be shiny. What are you, you going to do? Are you going to be like, I'm not going to do this raid that I can access at any point in this mall and just ignore it? Or are you yeah. just going to like wait 30 minutes for it to despawn and for the next one to pop up? Well, I mean, hopefully the, uh, there, the other ones that you want are at the other gyms, right? So like you can pick and choose which ones you're going for. Yeah, but there, there's going to be like let's let's the dichotomy of Pokemon Go trainers. There's <laughs> so so when th- they announced this, I I the first thing I thought of was my sister, who she's like level thirty two or whatever. She's been playing since day one. She plays with her kids a lot. She never does community days. She never does like these events like Bidoof, but she will always do like a Go Fest or like a big ticketed event. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I remember last year, her biggest disappointment with GoFest was she didn't get enough legendary Pokemon. And the year before that, she was disappointed with day one because she was hoping she would get a legendary Pokemon, which the legendary Pokemon for GoFest were saved for day two. That was like the Shadow, Lugia, or yeah, Shadow, yeah. Moltres, Zapdos, Articuno, and the Mewtwo. Or was that all last year? I don't remember. One of those years. That was last year. That was last year. But once she got the legend, she was like happy because she doesn't have a lot of people to raid with. So doing these events like and getting legendary Pokemon are excited for her. Exciting for her. So I would imagine that if somebody just started playing Go during the pandemic or somebody, you know, hasn't been playing Go since day one, this is a great opportunity for them to get a lot of Pokemon that they are missing because like us three we probably we probably got like Reggie Rock, Regice and Reggie Steel the first time and then when they mm-hmm. came back the second time we were like oh we don't care and then they came back as shiny and I wanted the shiny you guys didn't care and nope. then now they're coming back again for this event but I don't like I don't care right I already have enough yeah. of them and I already have them as shiny so I feel like they're the you have a lot of people being vocal, being like, oh, I already have a lot of these. But yeah, you, correct, you do. You've correct. been playing you for five years. Of course you do. But I would assume that Niantic and Pokemon are not dumb. And the majority of players do not have every single legend. And for $5, you get access to this event. They make a big deal about it. They force everyone to play. It's going to be very easy to get these legends. If you <laughs> force have- everyone to play. Yep. Well, you could be like Will and spend the money and not play. Yeah, sure. Yes. Correct. So I, I, I think event-wise, I think it's a good event. I think it's a good event. I mean, it's a five-year catch-up, let's do everything mm-hmm. event, right? Like, it's a everything is back. It's a new players and old players. It's a nostalgia for Pokemon Go, which is weird to say, but it is five years, so whatever. It boggles my mind to some extent when people who have played the game for years are upset that events come back well i actually look at it a little differently i look at it at this as uh pokemon go saying hey buddy you know how you give up every whatever (laughs) tuesday night how you take off time from work and you're so obsessed and like on tuesday nights you drive around to literally 30 raids within the raid hour so that you can do absolutely every single one. So not only can you get the shiny, but you can get the shiny with the highest stats and everything. 
they're like, dude, chill, chill. This okay? is your time to relax. You, you've been, you've, <laughs> but, but no, no, no. Not, like they are, it's like we are casting judgment on how you have been playing this game for the past <laughs> five. We did not intend for you to be so obsessed. You should I, relax because guess what? We always bring it back around. We always bring we it. We always bring it back around. So you didn't need to give up so much of your life for this. So you have a player like my sister, which is probably a lot of people. You know, they're missing legendary Pokemon. They don't get mm-hmm. to do raids that often. They do do these big events. They will probably do. They will probably focus on the ones they're missing to fill out their Pokedex. Then you have like the battler people. Who mm-hmm. they need a good Reshiram, they need a good Zekrom, they they will ignore every Regirock and Heat well, Heatran's actually pretty okay. Verizian. They will ignore those because they're looking for whatever for Go Battle League or for raid carries. And then I feel like you have players like me, which unfortunately that turns into Greg and Will, where oh, we're doing every one <laughs> that we can yeah. because we're already yeah. here. So yeah. we're going to make the most of our time. We've already we've already sunk the five dollars in, and we've always we already bought raid passes. So we might as well instead of waiting for the next thirty minutes, we might as well just do this one. Yeah, Heatran better be okay. Your yeah. entire bachelor party was a lie. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I think it's cool. The, the, the I mean, the problem is like your location. Are you in an area that yes. has ten raids? And if you're yep. not in an area that has 10 raids, do you have access to a Discord or, a, unfortunately, a Facebook group where your other people can say, look, I got the Giratina, and you're like, oh, thank goodness I only got Thunderous over here, and you can join in. I, I, did, I did ask Niantic this, and they said further details will be revealed, which the further details are you get all these raid passes. Because my thought process is, well, if you are char- are charging $5 for an event and you're saying day two of the event is raid focused, mm-hmm. how do you want your players to play the eight hour event for raids when raids cost money? <laughs> mm-hmm. Without- they want you to spend money right. on raid passes. Like, how do you envision that working? And they're they're said they said well we'll get free raid passes we'll talk about that at a later date here's that later date so ten local raid passes plus technically your one free one so eleven eight remote raid and three more remote raids so that's twenty two raid passes in eight hours I I guess that's like probably what maybe maybe like for normal people that's great <laughs> yeah I, I'm trying to think of like raid trains. When they do like the Wednesday night thing where they boost yeah. it. And I feel like if you have a really good group, you could probably do like 10 of them. If you have like a slow group, you could maybe do like six. Yeah, but that's in one hour. Wait. Yeah. Oh, I, cause, oh, okay. I was thinking of more like the when we used to do the um, like the Saturdays. And they would have mm. like the they did the Kanto oh, yeah, birds yeah, yeah. and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like yep. those raid trains would be doing thirty or forty. They because they they go the, in, you, those, you start those, the raid, you start walking yeah, towards the next those, one. Those you are know? Yeah. three hour events. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But in the sense of like needing to remote in, that that is just more time consuming. You can't mm-hmm. 
like when you're in person and you're doing a ray train and you have like 20 of you and you all jump in and then you start doing it and then you start walking to the next one very easy to coordinate so that's yeah. why you can do so many if, but you can't use remote ray passes locally you can uh yeah can you yeah yeah you have, oh yeah, yeah there's a gym down the street from my house and if i see something good in there i it's too far for me to be a local yeah but if you are if you are like if we're in mall of america and we are standing next to the thing can you choose to use a remote raid pass instead of a regular raid mm. pass oh no i, I think, think you so. have to be out of the circle so really well like then you just walk us, to the other side of the yeah, mall you just walk, yeah you just walk along. <laughs> make them all remote I would assume for, like, a normal person, 20-some raid passes is enough. Because I'm also assuming that person is probably not going to play all eight hours. Right. And if they are going to play all eight hours, they probably have no problem spending more money. They might complain about spending more money, but... Well, look, it's the big event, the one big event yeah, of the year the for this game year. that you're so obsessed with. Save save up a little bit to yeah. splurge on the go fast. I'm just, I'm just trying to lay out what that day looks like for both sides of, like, casual and hardcore. Uh, like, for me, I would... I For me, though, my thought process is, like, I don't care about Regice, I don't care about Lugia, I don't care about Entei, I don't care about Suicune, like... I do want to do Palkias and Kirums and Reshirams, but again, we're going to be at a place with seven gyms, and I'm sure, and at least during the Kanto tour, they were all they were spawning for like 15 minutes and then rotating out. Mm-hmm. So if all the gyms are Reg Ice, I guess I could do the Reg Ice, but I don't want to. But then, do I just wait 15 minutes? Like, I mean, I it's know. not like we can't. It's not like we can't fill time. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just, it's... Like, I don't think I have a Verizian. So there's some of the ones that I just don't have. Oh, I certainly have none of these. <laughs> except Articuno, which they gave me for free, I think. <laughs> okay. The... I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's, it will be an interesting event in just sort of coordinating what everybody wants and needs to get from it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and can we also remind folks, it's the opposite of... Our previous uh, scold warning and annotation, if I am set to not online on Pokemon <laughs> Go, please do not invite me to six raids. The real question is, which Mega are you going to be running? Well, I only have one, so it'll be that one. <laughs> the Beedrill? Lopunny. Oh, you have Lopunny. Lopunny's good. Get that fighting bonus. I, I'm not running any of them, I don't think. You uh, get we'll the bonus for... candy. Uh, yeah. I, I don't care about the candy. The ca- I got so much candy. I got so much bonus. stardust. I have candy coming out my ears. Not of Dialga. You need that bonus Dialga candy. Oh, I'll get one Dialga candy. What am I going to do with that? Yeah. What am I going to do with Dialga candy? Power them up it's with not it. Like I'm gonna, I don't power up Pokemon. Invest no. back in. No, <laughs> no. The night before oh. GoFest, will we're gonna power up you some Pokemon, so we can we no. so we no. can because no. then I might accidentally finish one of these research tasks <laughs> that I've been avoiding for the past thirty bad. years. Uh, the other the other PokemonGoLive.com together uh, we raid a summer of celebrations of raid battles. Raid battles will see the following updates: trainer achievements, complete certain amount of actions during a raid. You will be featured afterwards. Art and user experience raids will look better than ever. Uh, better than ever, various quality of life updates. 
Uh, trainer achievements have been added. For example, at the conclusion of a raid, trainers who dealt the most damage or used a mega, mega evolved Pokemon will be able to showcase for being a valuable participant. Here are some of the trainer achievements you can earn. Delivering final attack, dealing most damage, keeping a single Pokemon alive in battle for the longest, using the tallest Pokemon, joining from the furthest raid distance, using mega evolved Pokemon, changing your avatar's clothing or pose, using most charge attacks. Uh, the first time you earn a trainer achievement, you will receive a medal that you can level up from bronze, silver, and finally to gold. You can even download your trainer achievement card featuring your avatar to share with your friends on social media. <laughs> nice. And then the art and UX will be updated. Uh, I think it, you can maybe already see that in game. If you click on like a team instinct, it's like yellow with these black slashy lines. And then if it's mystic, it's blue. Wait, when did these um, these special whatever achievement when did that start did that start already yeah it started, started on already, like thursday yeah. night okay because i was doing a raid this morning don't ask me why it just happened it, it happened sometimes i was doing it alone mm -hmm. and when i finished killing that poor little timber i got a pop-up on my screen that said you dealt the last blow yeah and i was like i also dealt the only blows <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you trying to tell me here was that was that one of these things? Yes. Okay. This this is going to be my PSA for this because I saw some you know rumblings and and you know I'm on Twitch a lot so I hear people's uh, you know first impressions when they when these features you roll out. You on Twitch a lot? I'm on That's Twitch surprising. a lot. And I think I think I I saw this in our Slack and our Discord of people maybe expressing their concerns of. Using the tallest Pokemon in battle, you know, people might bring executors just to get this, or la keeping a single Pokemon longest in battle, people might bring Blissey to get this, and that would encourage bad Pokemon being brought to raids. This is what I will say. If those people really want those achievements, let them have those achievements. They are, they, they mean nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's what that and that's fine. It's like the sticker complaint where people are like, mm -hmm. these stickers are so useless. What am I supposed to do with them? Nothing. They're Nothing. just fun. Have you ever received an actual <laughs> postcard in the mail and somebody slapped a sticker on it? And you're like, why did they stack and slap a sticker on it? Because they're trying to make an enjoyable thing. That means nothing. You'll look at it for one day and then you'll throw it in the trash and then you'll never. For these are just Fail. fun Things. They failed. If somebody at the end of the raid goes, wow, my Pokemon was the tallest. <laughs> They're not going to remember it in 10 <laughs> minutes. It's whatever. It's just a fun, dumb thing. And if somebody really wants to always have the tallest Pokemon amongst everyone in battle, let them have it. It's fine. It doesn't mean anything. Your raid might take five seconds longer because they're using a mm. executor and not or Mega Hunter. Or you may Hunter. fail it. It's true. You might fail it. Well, if you fail it, then they don't get the prize. That's true. So yeah. eventually everyone will learn their lesson. Yeah. I, I think it's fine, though. I, I definitely... Well, there there has been games where at the end of the game, uh, Monster Hunter did this. I think it was Monster Hunter Generations Will, where at the end of the hunt, it would be like, oh, you... you Monster Hunter World, that was not Generations. Oh, it was World. It was like, oh, you were the Mount Master, or you you did the most damage. You did the most damage, Or yeah. you did the most uh, Grapple King, or whatever. Uh, or, like, Assist Heals, that kind of thing. But, like, yep. no, when I was... When, 
when I was doing those hunts, I never thought to myself, oh, I really need to be the, the Graplock master. Like, I just, mm. <laughs> you just happen to get that at the end, and you're like, oh, I guess I did grapple the most. Like, it's just like a fun thing that popped up that you didn't really think about. Once you realize that all achievements are worthless, you can just let it go and not care. Right. I mean, I don't think anyone is being like, well, I got 16 platinum trophies on the PlayStation Network and then like quickly updating their LinkedIn to be like. I mean, you are, but well, nobody I mean, else yeah, is. Yeah, but that's, no, Sony <laughs> trying to get Sony to, you know. <laughs> trying to get Sony to sponsor you. Greg, Hire the me. achievement of peace in your heart through quiet contemplation and meditation is a true great reward. So not all achievements are worthless. Didn't give me a medal, so. (laughs) (laughs) A community day, Will. We doing it? When is that? Saturday the 3rd. Um, Is it Sunday? It's possible. It's possible. What? Is it Sunday? No, Sunday's 4th of July, buddy. Yes, Sunday's 4th of July. Saturday, July 3rd. Third from eleven to five. Tepig. tepig. We could do we could do some of that. I do yeah. like me a tepig. I like and a then tepig. we could get like uh pulled pork barbecue. Ooh, should we come uh, should I come down towards your area this time, not the art park? Uh I do know some barbecue places. We'll we'll we'll, we'll discuss it. We'll right. figure it out. Okay. Last one is the drama here. This says trainers. One of the delights of Pokemon Go is finding Pokemon in the real world. Walking around, discovering new places, meeting up with groups of friends. Yeah, like you guys were just planning. Uh, I have been saying this since day one, even before the <laughs> game came out. I remember myself saying, it's Pokemon in the real world, Steve. Stop hating on it. Yeah, Steve. Uh, at the core, Niantic built the game around these ideals of exploration, exercise, and playing with friends. As we said last month, they bolded said, uh, <laughs> how which is weird. How we all play has changed a lot in the past 15 months. With uh, the onset of the global pandemic, we realized that we had to change the model for our game. We could no longer take going outside and meeting people for granted. We've learned a lot. Thank you for coming along as we navigate through this together. Today, we will be moving towards recovery, and we are announcing new exploration bonuses that make it rewarding to play outside uh, are coming over the next several months, including bonuses for spinning spots, playing in-person raids, and getting in those steps. Bonuses introduced last year, we plan to change or remove, uh, and we will be first testing in the US and New Zealand, followed by other countries based on local conditions. And they then said, bonuses introduced last year, we plan on keeping, including first catch of the day, go battle league, and trainer battle requirements. We will only remove these bonuses after GoFest 2021. Starting in the United States and New Zealand, we wanted to give you advance heads up of what's coming and our thinking behind it. As we said last November, they bolded the word said again. Well, it's because it's a link to their updates, which is just like, so it's so passive aggressive. Yeah, Whatever. but the problem is if they don't do it, people will be like, you lied. And they're like, no, we didn't. We said specifically here. We're committed to doing this in a staggered way uh, that makes sense for each place in the world to help people safely and then to return outside again. These changes are aimed at The focus of Pokemon Go on movement and exploration in the real world. These changes will slowly be introduced and carefully making it more more exciting to explore the world around you. Blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of fluff here. Okay, new bonuses for playing in the real world. There's a three-part step. These will be first in the U.S. and New Zealand. You will receive up to two free raid passes a day. Seems good. It's 100% more raid passes. The benefit from in- 
Increased incense effectiveness while moving around. Makes sense. Incense should work better if you're moving. In my opinion. Uh, be guaranteed gifts when spinning a Pokestop as long as you don't have maximum gifts in your inventory. Also good. Especially since I feel like people complained that it was hard to get gifts. Um, so they're saying if you have 19 gifts, you spin that stop, you're guaranteed that gift to get you to 20. And you will receive 10 times the bonus XP for spinning a Pokestop the first time. Nah, I don't really care about that, but whatever. Bonuses introduced last year that we plan to remove or change. Uh, over the last well, year... I mean, these... So the bonuses that they said here will end September 1. Yes. So they want they, they said, I think they say this maybe at the end, that they want bonuses to rotate out per season. So just like seasons have, uh, like for the seasons of Legends, you got bonus XP for doing raids. And the one season there was something, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> so they, they do want to, they said some bonuses they'll tweak, some bonuses they'll change, some bonuses will go away, new bonuses will come in. Bonuses we introduced last year that we plan to remove or change. Okay. Over the past year, incense effectiveness was increased to attract Pokemon to you more frequently, even if you weren't able to leave at home. After the change, the effectiveness will be set at a, the standard level when you're stationary, and increased effectiveness will kick in when you're moving. We'll come back to that. Previously, your buddy will bring you more gifts each day. Up to five gifts at once, up to three times a day. This was because we knew trainers were running low on supplies like Pokeballs and berries to catch Pokemon. As we move to encouraging trainers to play outside, they will continue to receive supplies spinning stops. After the changes, the frequency of these buddies will be reduced. Okay, no one cares about this. The buddies brought like mm. two potions and one Pokeball. And that's only if you actually like paid attention to it. Like, I don't think anyone cared about this change. I disagree, but okay. Did you rely on it? Yeah. Like, yeah. I I, I yeah. never relied on it because my thing was always full. Yeah, all the time. Like, my bag was all always the, full, so I could never receive things there from are buddies. No, there are no stops near me, like, that I was in my house. The only way I was getting anything or gifts to send to friends was through my buddy when I was oh, trying wait, to push no. This is 40. different from your buddy going out to the Pokestops and grabbing stuff. This is the little thing that they wrap up in a leaf. Mm -hmm. This is the leaf and thing. You, yeah. you have to AR them. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't give you much. No, it never it really did. Doesn't. It really does It was like one I mean, potion and one Pokeball. No, I mean I've got I've gotten a lot from that little from that from that back. I've gotten huge swaths of potions. I feel like you, I would get way more if I if there was an option of like I need I need pokeballs and I need stuff. I would just open my I would just open my thirty gifts and I would be maxed. Yeah, that's that's what. We're like if 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 you were like I'm out of stuff to do, open your gifts. Like I don't even have time to open my gifts. Most well, again, I'm I'm a hardcore player. So, but like the reason I don't end up opening 30 gifts a day is because I have to like 90% of my game is storage management. So it's like mm. I got to delete berries, I got to delete Pokeballs. Now I can open all 30 gifts, but that also takes like 15 minutes to do. So I'm just going to skip it because I already got max items. Previously, that's, that's why you haven't opened my gifts. Now I, see. <laughs> I haven't opened your gifts either because I don't need your friendship bonuses. Pokestop and gym interaction distances were increased. We were in, we enable, to enable people to engage from further away. After this change, the distance will revert back to the standard distance when it makes sense in different places, though it may be increased 
during future events or past certain events. Okay, so this what I just read here was what people were the most angry about. So we'll come back to that. Remote raids have been an important part of the game in the past year, and we're going to continue evolving them. Our intention is to find the right balance between remote play and in-person play, so stay tuned for more details. Many of these in-person raids changes will be in to prepare for the eventual return of EX raids. Hot take, I love EX raids. I hate EX raids. I love them so much. I love knowing that the EX raid is at 1 p.m., and when I will go there, there will be other people there because we're all on a schedule, mm. and mm. we do this it, all and makes we sense. leave. Yes. I love it. It's great. The times and locations that they chose for these EX raids, if you work a full-time job, are not very conducive to that. Yeah, but I hate that argument. Not everyone is 9 to 5, though. That's such a bad yeah, argument. but... It's not a bad argument. It's a realistic argument. There it's are a, a ton of people who play. Argument. There's yes. a ton of people who play this game. Yeah, and there's a ton of people that are not nine to five. There were pl- I went to plenty of EX raids that were on Saturdays and Sundays. I went to plenty of EX raids that were after six o'clock. Yeah, but not all of them are the, uh, not all of them are at that time either. If they're saying EX raids are, I I don't care for them for that reason. It it was a hit or miss whether you got it, and it was a hit or miss if you got something that actually worked for you. It what? was not my ideal way of doing raids. What if they reintroduce them and say we'll assign you a time at first, but if that time doesn't work for you then you can request a reschedule. That would be cool. I would like that. I would like or that. Or give you two options. Like, we have a, yeah. we have a Wednesday yeah, or afternoon this. or we got a Friday evening. Which one do you want? Yeah, that would be cool. That that would that would be a better implementation implementation of EX rates. I'm not a huge fan of EX rates. Bonuses introduced last year that we plan on keeping. All right, incense will remain at 60 minutes. Great, perfect. Mm-hmm. No more walking for Go Battle League. I'm sure people were very excited about that. You can challenge any trainer using a QR code, and the requirement to battle with friends has been lowered to good friends, which I think is seven days. Right. Maximum number of gifts you can carry will remain at 20, but you will be able to open up 30 gifts a day from the 20, before it was 20 and 20. You will continue to receive three times the Stardust and XP for your first Pokemon catch of the day. I think most people don't even know that was a change because of the pandemic. They just, (laughs) but that was a change. Uh, And then you can check out for further updates. Okay, so that was all the changes. This was very heated. Specifically because the one thing, I will reread it, the one thing that everyone seemed to actually really be upset about, um, although I'm sure you can find somebody that was upset about the buddy feature, Pokestop and gym distance were increased, enabling people to engage from further away. After this change, the distance will revert back to the standard distance when it makes sense in different places, though it may be increased for future events or past uh, or part of a certain feature. Okay, so the drama, the drama, drama, drama. Here's the thing. When this happened, specifically this Pokestop and Gym distance, people on Twitter and Reddit and in Discord communities and on Facebook, I'm sure, I don't go to Facebook, but I'm sure they were angry over there, uh, were very angry about this change, specifically. And they were complaining to Niantic on Twitter, but... They also went to Niantic's employees' Twitters to complain because they felt like Niantic wasn't listening to them in this regard. And specifically, Liz, uh, who some hardcore people might know, is the head of social media for Pokemon Go for Niantic in the United States. Now, there is 
different managers for, you know, India, Korea, Japan, and there are different managers for different games. So, like, Niantic has a media manager for Ingress and for Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Liz specifically only deals with Pokemon Go. I've worked with Liz a ton of times. She's incredible. She's great. And she has said for the last however many years that her Twitter account is her personal Twitter account. She does not report on anything Niantic official. Even in her little bio, it says, hey, if you're having trouble with Pokemon Go, sorry, I cannot help you. You must use at Niantic support or whatever it is, Pokemon Go support. But if people were like, hey, when is Caterpie getting a cowboy hat? She would be like, hey, I can't answer that. But if you want to give feedback about the Caterpie hat, here is where you can go. And because people were so upset about the Pokestop and gym in interaction distances were increased, or now they're now they're decreasing, they personally attacked Liz on her personal Twitter, and she has deactivated her Twitter. She is now gone from Twitter, and we haven't heard from her since. And it is incredibly unfortunate and incredibly mm-hmm. frustrating mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, this is just a video game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like it, but there is never, there is a no situation where you need to ha- harass a single Niantic employee for a game that has decisions not made by her, made by two global Goliaths, Niantic and the Pokemon Company. And her job is just to make sure that she gets that information out there the best she can, right? Because, like, yep. if she personally had a problem with something, she ain't she isn't going to complain about it on her personal Twitter. She, she's going to use the Pokemon Go Twitter to communicate what needs to be communicated the best that she can communicate it. Yep. I just, I don't understand because it's like, this is a change that was made because of a change in the circumstances of the world. The world is reverting back to what it, some somewhat what it used to be so those changes are going to get reverted back this is this I mean, is how things work i understand why people are frustrated with it i do too and i i get that that it, there is no reason there's no real good reason to change it back like it helped a lot of people it helped in a lot of ways whether they intended it or not and they can sell more remote raid passes taking it away is a money move right like there there are business decisions not personal decisions why they made this change i don't agree with it i think they should have just left it because it really it helped a lot of people and they feel discounted what is the problem is that when they take that into personal attacks and drive an employee away it ultimately hurts what you're trying to get across because you did it in such a poor fashion that people can easily write you off and it is never, ever, 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 ever okay to attack another human being for the decision that your a true, company true. made. There are a lot of things that my company does that I hate. The amount of input they come to me for those day-to-day decisions is exactly zero. Uh, you can be mad at me, but that's fine. I can't change them. A single person doesn't deserve abuse because you're mad in the minute. You can make the decision that, yes, Niantic has made a very poor decision. Uh, it's one that you absolutely don't agree with. And it's one that you can decide whether or not you wish to continue doing business with that company if they show no efforts to communicate you when you are trying to communicate reasonably. When you become unreasonable, 
It is easy for the company to ignore you. It is easy for the company to point out to your poor behavior and write you off as a bad actor, especially if you drive somebody off a social media platform. It is a terrible decision that you made, and you should just not do it. It's not it is not right. You don't want people attacking you. Don't attack other people. It is incredibly frustrating when they do this. And they do this about a million things in a million fandoms. They have chased people off social media platforms just for the dumbest, most frustrating reasons. And people will point to that example as a way to discount your opinion for the rest of time. Because you proved yourself to be an ultimate jerk. Troll. Yep. What's also interesting, too, is as part of this dynamic is that there are sufficient people who are like, I play this game, I don't put many, any money into it, mm-hmm. right? That then they can't say, well, I'm voting with my dollar. Right. I'm going to walk around way and not pay for this anymore. So then they're like, well, then how can I affect change? But, of course, you don't affect change by being a troll. Right. So... The frustrating thing, too, is, like, I feel like the people yelling at Liz or other employees on Niantic, they're, they're look, you can find the other Niantic employees. You can find the, the ones that are Liz's boss or mm-hmm. Liz's boss's boss on Twitter. But because Liz has social media in, right. in her job title and because Liz is active on Pogo uh, or, sorry, active on Twitter as, like, you know, just. Somebody who uses Twitter a lot. I guess people decided to go to her. But what these people don't understand, and I'm assuming it's the people... I-, I know for sure it's the people yelling at Liz. And s- as... Like, I've talked with Liz tons of times. Like I said, I've worked with her and Niantic on stuff. Uh, I've always told you guys when, you know, if Niantic pays for my event, I-, I let you guys know. But she deeply cares about Pokemon and Pokemon Go. Yep. Like she wants the game to be the best it can be. And she maybe personally disagreed with the radius change. But she can't say that on her Mm-mm. personal Twitter because that's not allowed. And she behind the scenes could have been fighting to keep it. Mhm. And maybe we needed more time. And to all those people that were like, "Well, she should have just communicated that." That's not how it works on her personal Twitter. <laughs> Have you ever had any sort of corporate job? Yeah. It's not how corporations work. It's not how corporate jobs work. It, it, you People get fired over what they put on their social media if it disparages the company. If it goes against what their official statement is, people will lose their job if it's even if it's on the personal Twitter and you think that personal Twitter is locked away so they can't find it. Even, people, even if for whatever crazy reason you were like, oh, well, Liz didn't listen to us or, or, or Liz didn't fight for us. It's not like she's getting your raid dollars when you do like. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but also that's not her position in the company. She's right. not making decisions about the architecture of the of the game. Right. It's, All she's doing is communicating what she's been given to communicate. And if you think if you think you are safe, if you think oh she could hide it on an alt count, there are people that find alt counts 
print out Twitter and send it to the company to deliberately get them fired. This is hap- this happens multiple times. This happens multiple ways. People will ruin people's lives and jobs over these things. So don't think like, oh, she could have coded it or she could have hit it or she could use a separate thing to let us all know. If she's letting you know, her bosses will find out and they will have grounds for termination. The Pokemon Go community doesn't realize how great Liz is. Other games would love to have somebody who is so passionate about not only their product, but the the brand itself, which is Pokemon. Right. Like Liz cared so much about Pogo and wanting Pogo to be the best game it can be, but she also is a huge Pokemon fan and was a huge Pokemon fan before Pogo was even a thing. And to have her driven off Twitter because people are upset that their game is changing. And, and like, to me, it, it's like, yes, this change sucks, but mm-hmm. you also played the game for over four years with it like this. It's not like the exactly yes. <laughs> like that's... I get that it like there there is not I can't sit here and be like well they're they're changing it because of this because there's really not a good reason for them to change it. Mm-mm. But I think that's the the saying like oh this is the way it was when you get an improved version for them to say well we're gonna go back to the version that was bad is always going to taste bad. Yeah. yeah no, totally. I played I played it like this for 4 years and it was not great. It was an irritant. You finally fixed the irritant. It's like saying but I I walked- wasn't an irritant, but like it wasn't actually irritating. It was for some people in remote locations, people who have mobility problems, there are multiple issues that feed into this. It wasn't an issue to you. Like it's like saying I had thick socks on and I never felt the pebble in my shoe. It was great when you finally took it out and now you put another pebble in my shoe and I feel it again. I don't feel it as bad. It's still there, but I can still walk. There are people who couldn't play the game because of these restrictions and could once it got released. There was things tied into this. Because it didn't affect you as bad, it still isn't a reason that it's fine to go back to it. Yes. I mean, so people have, I think people are rightly upset. The going back, going back to the way it was for not great reasons feels bad, especially to people who found the game so much more playable, who are now being told we're reverting back to a game that isn't as playable for you. That does once again create an obstacle for you playing the game. After 15 months of this, and we're going back. Mostly, it feels like for money. It's a bad experience, and it's one well, they didn't have to do. But also, fundamentally, the only way that Niantic is going to notice that this has had an impact on player base is from a change in income. And we know I'd, they will see no change in income. I don't get how this makes them more money. Because like people are can't reach a Pokestop now, so they're going to buy Pokeballs in their shop? Yeah, they can, yeah they they'll get, buy Pokeballs, they spin, they'll spin get, for stuff. They'll do raid passes. That gym that was reachable from their, from their house is now a remote raid pass because they can't get to it for whatever reason. It, it does affect in minor ways how people have to interact with the game for not real great reasons. Going back to the way it was when... The world isn't back to the way it was. It, it, no, it just I, I, feels, I agree with that. Like it feels not great. 
across all levels. I get why people are mad. And for people who this really impacts, like in rural areas, it, people who are, you know, who have mobility issues, these things do hurt. And I, I think we all sort of need to acknowledge the fact that there are a segment of players who these things really do hurt more than it affects us. I can get my car and drive wherever I I'll, I'll have to do it. And it puts me out for some people. It is a much harder burden for not a great reason. And I think, I think it's that sort of message of we're constantly monitoring and we're wandering our player base and we're invested to how you play the game. And this is those two messages don't fit well together. And that makes people very angry. And I, I understand that. And I think that anger is valid. I think your expression of anger is not necessarily the way that that should happen. There there are plenty of minor changes that have driven me away from a game. And the example I used mm -hmm. on Twitter was Destiny. Like, I put mm -hmm. four years into Destiny, 1,500 plus hours. I played it with Will and Irene almost every single night. I was the person that was buying the $50 emblems because I wanted every single emblem in my game and destiny 2 changed such enough little things that it wasn't enjoyable for me anymore and there were pretty little things and i just walked away from destiny i didn't find developers on twitter to tweet at i didn't make huge threads on reddit complaining i just moved on to a different game and there are plenty of games out there and if if these changes are frustrating enough to you I get it. I get walking away from the game. They're not frustrating enough for me because my vision of what Pokemon Go is is lined up with Niantic's vision, which is I want to go outside and I want to go explore and I want to spin stops. And this was something like a friend I used to play Go with a lot. We always disagreed with because they didn't want to walk. Mm -hmm. They wanted to get into their car. And they wanted to drive to stop to stop. And I would do that because, like, that's what they wanted to do and that was most comfortable for them. But I hated playing Go like that. I wanted to be on my feet. I wanted to walk from place to place. And I, I there is, like, a small, I guess, respect that I have for Niantic to be like, this is how we want people to play our game. We want people to go outside. We want people to walk. We want them to explore new places. Go like, I've never been over to that location. I've never spun that Pokestop. I guess I'm going to walk there for the first time. There, I have a respect for that of like, this is how we want people to mm -hmm. do that. And I totally, again, I totally agree with people being like, why decrease the Pokestop distance? Yep. What are you getting out of it? I don't. The thing is, is I think, I think they showed that they had great ideas of how to, how to get people to play the game they want the game to be played, right? Like, there are bonuses for walking and all those things. Like, they did, they added those perks in. So, like, you get a benefit if you play the game the way that they envisioned the game mm -hmm. being played. What's frustrating is, is they also took, took what feels like a punitive measure <laughs> as well to say, we also don't want you to play this way. And yeah. That, that is not a great thing for a company to do, no, no matter what. Like, if you really want to encourage them to play a certain way, encourage them. Yes. But don't mandate them is, I think, really where some of the problem comes into. And I'll say another thing, like... I think they did that okay. really well with weather, by the way. 
When they yes. introduced weather, they didn't want to discourage people in any way. So when right. you're catching weather boosted Pokemon, you are getting rewarded for it. Right. So I think I think the they right. they figured it out, and I feel like they nailed it the first time with weather, and they don't get enough credit for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you're never you're you're only judged by your last success or failure. Uh, the past doesn't matter. I think uh, I think it's okay to go express to the company of a game that you love that you hope they will change yes. before you walk away. I'm not telling I people not to express. Their, I think it's their fine thoughts. to go to a Reddit to say this is my my thoughts. I agree with this. I think it's okay to write them a letter. I think it's okay to reach out to them in email or on Twitter in a respectful way to say. Here's what this does to me. Please understand. And if after you have done that and they still don't listen, then make your choice whether you can accept it or move on. I don't want to come across like 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 just pick up your pick up your bags and leave. I mean that is absolutely an option. I, that's the option I usually take. Like I don't I don't care enough about the state of your game and making you money for me to tell you how to fix your game. So I'm just going to walk. There are a lot of people who are way more invested in things than I am, and I would say, yes, make your make your opinion heard in a respectful, calm manner, because that is going to be taken a lot more seriously than driving somebody off of the internet because you are making death threats or a million other horrible things that people do. I don't know if I have anything else. <laughs> oh, I do. The drama. I do. If I ever saw anyone in our Discord's communities, uh, Slacks, if I saw you tweeting that kind of stuff at a Pokemon employee, Niantic, Game Freak, you would be banned from our community instantly. <laughs> I don't want people in our communities harassing other employees because they are unhappy of tree texture in Sword and Shield. The trees do look bad. We, we know. Would you stop? Would you stop? Stop. <laughs> the trees, the are, trees fine. are fine. They're fine. They're subpar. <sighs> You're subpar. To what? Reality? <laughs> <laughs> it's an art style. The the problem the yeah, the, the, the problem is like Niantic always seems to just drop the ball on communication. They do. And they, they, they make have a decisions. To do that. They tend to make decisions in a very narrow field. And don't explain their narrow, why they've chosen a narrow field. Like, there's a lot of people who fall out, and there's a lot of good reasons that never seem to be addressed or considered in in the way they communicate. And I think that adds to the frustration. And this is across so many companies who who put things out and 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 they're just like, and that's the decision we made, and we did all of this research, and it's like two seconds you get to see all this, and you didn't address it. But but even even more than that, fundamentally, every corporation, they will not ever say this to you, right. but there are customers and communities they care about, there are customers and communities they don't care about, and if you're in the set that they don't care about, they don't care about you. Mm -hmm. And they're not making decisions to benefit you. Done. Question of the week? All right. Question of the week. Hallelujah, question of the week. It's that time again. It's not raining. Any the sun came out, Greg. It was raining earlier. That's true. It's the last podcast of Pride, so I guess we'll it do this is. one. It is. 
Uh, Steven says, I would like to repost Tone Rings. A wonderful question from two weeks ago that was not selected. What Pokemon would you pick? Man, that sounds like Steven. It <laughs> certainly does. Well, what Pokemon would you pick to join I Pride Parade Happy Pride? Definitely not Torchic after its behavior no. in that yeah, other parade. Torchic has proven that it cannot handle Pride events. Uh, all right. So, Sylveon, naturally. Gardevoir, of course. Florges, absolutely. Roserade, Rosalia, 100%. I could be convinced on Bear Tick. Like, Bear Tick <laughs> and Ursaring are probably going to be on their own float. They're going to represent the eagle walking down the parade for sure. Uh, you know that the popular dance bar is going to have uh, Machamp on there because it's already in Skimpy Shorts mm-hmm, and it already mm-hmm. has shown in Pokemon Step that it knows how to dance and flex, and people are always there for that. Uh, there is going to be. Uh, a section that has Sandshrew in the workout gear from the anim- from the anime because that is a community that always is at parade. Easy. Well, yeah, it's, you're you're gonna have like yeah, like uh, all the circuit queens, Machamp, Absol- Machamp, uh, Conkledur is up in there. Oh yeah, yeah. But naturally, Ho Oh, of course, the rainbow course. Pokemon. Uh, Xerneas will be a uh, probably a Grand Marshal. Grand Grand Marshal. Grand Marshal yeah. Xerneas for sure. Steve, do you have a pick? <laughs> You know, Greg really uh, went through I, that whole. Like, yeah, <laughs> I kind of, I kind, I had thoughts until he said bear tick. <laughs> <laughs> it was all down the gutter. Shantru, <laughs> get in the pool. It's the underwear oh, party. Oh, oh, uh, Whirly Birdie. Um, I love Whirly Birdie. Oh, you know the Buizel, Buizel and Floatzel. Yeah, Buizel and Floatzel. Yeah, the otters are always going to be there. Oshawott. Osh- Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, Oshawott's there. <laughs> Don't shake your head at me. Uh, Will Pokemon <laughs> of the Week. Are oh, we not boy. doing a YouTuber? Right. Oh, yeah, well, we can do. We can, I, I didn't even have the... Uh, sorry, again, the bear tick comment really... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Usually I'm so structured. I just wasn't a. I I should ex- expected the most detailed of answers from Greg during that. That's why I'm on the show. Uh what do we got for YouTube? YouTube, we can do. Mimic you. You can come out from under the cloth. This is, mm. this is a good it's one. Pride. This is it's a pride. good one. This is from uh, Spade from our YouTube. Who would you like to show up as a character on Pokemon Unite? Do you think oh, we will man. see other Pokemon like Legends, Megas, etc.? Um, they did say that the there will be legends that spawn in the center of the arena during yeah. matches. Uh, I don't know what that looks like. Um, they did say more characters are coming. Uh, Blastoise, Gardevoir, and then question mark. So, I mean, I know we all know what I want. That's easy. I want I want my Roserade family. I want my Sableye, and I want Mamoswine. Ooh, Mamoswine. Yeah, Mamoswine would be a great defender. Def- I was gonna say a defender, probably right. Or yeah, some sort of. Bulky, tanky thing. Um, I would also put in Bolton like as a fast, a speedster. Fast, I think they call it. Sp- yeah, speed Gengar's striker. a speedster. I think. Yeah. Here's a here's a real hot take. Mill tank. Think of mill tank rolling like rollout. Okay. Why? Because it like it, I don't know. Just the the the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> visual to Pokemon Unite. The visual of a cow rolling through a battlefield is just very funny. Mm-hmm. To it's me. very mm-hmm. good. I, that could I be the alt. Yeah, the, yeah. it could yeah, replenish its own health. Milk drink. Yeah, I could see it as a support, and then it has an ultimate 
roll through the entire like, like field Like Cramorant goes up and like grabs yeah. onto his udder and then also gets health back. And you're you are shaking your head at me about the pride choices, and you're gonna bring that into the conversation. <laughs> well, Will, it's like who do you cow. It's not I that. Wanna, I want to see Talonflame in Pokemon Unite. It's already Talonflame. In good. I got what I wanted. That's all I needed. <laughs> what if they added uh, Volcarona? Well, you know, I was actually thinking. My honest answer was, where are our moth slash butterfly based Pokemon in this pro in this game? Not, I would want Butterfree. Give me the Venomoth. I, I mean, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Could we get one of them though? Yeah, we need our. Uh, we need Vivian. Ooh. Vivalon, Volcarona. Well, yeah, Volcarona, Volcarona would be though. good. Volcarona would be great. Let's be Volcarona real. Volcarona would just like blaze Volcarona the entire field. Volcarona would be support, to, but to not healing support. Like <laughs> definitely not. Like like slowing them down, the quiver dancing, the string shotting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about poison? Do we have any poisoners out there? I guess Gengar is going to be. Yeah, up Gengar's in there. probably a poisoner. Because I think like Scolipede might be kind of cool. Oh, yeah, Scolipede would be great. Jeff would play Scolipede for sure. Right. Question of the week, Will. Pokemon, Pokemon of the week, of the Will. Week. Oh, sorry. Pokemon of the week. All right. So <laughs> last week's Pokemon, I don't think that I said it specifically, but it is in a very unique category because of its weight. So its weight affects how much damage or what the attack power of low kick and grass knot are. Uh, its weight impacts whether it has a modifier for getting caught by a heavy ball, whether it can compete in fancy cup, light cup, and whether it can or cannot be taken into the air by sky drop. Here, who even knew that if a Pokemon is too heavy, it can't be picked up by sky drop? This was news to me. Uh and also, its evolution is Jeff's favorite Pokemon, and I feel justified in saying that since Jeff was referenced mm-hmm. as uh, a potential member of Team Slush Rush. So, there you go. It's... Chata! <laughs> Chatot is eligible for Fancy and Light Cup. Mm-hmm. It's Bergmite! Bergmite, it's just because of that strange thing yeah. about its particular weight that it is the only Pokemon that meets all of those criteria. Very strange. And Avalog is Jeff's favorite. Yes, Avalog is... Well, I mean, may not be anymore. I yeah, don't know. Uh, but at, at a time, Avalog was yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff's uh, favorite. The shuffle icon is incredible. Because it's the entire Pokemon. <laughs> well, it's a little guy. It's a little Heavy guy. Little guy. Uh, I like the. Sh- I do like the shiny. I feel a little conflicted about the fact that it's yellow snow, but well, yeah. I said a little conflicted, not majorly conflicted. I mean, is it snow or is it ice? I mean, we're splitting hairs at that point, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, what about next week? Uh, well, what's All right. uh, we have no? There, there's literally no. There's nothing. Unfortunately, there's nothing. I can't it's help with that. Icebergs to like might. Here we go. This is for all the Pokemon Go drama. This is a Pokemon Go Pokemon of the week. I finally added this week's Pokemon to my Pokedex by completing a portion of a special research task that began on December fourteenth, twenty twenty. 
It is not the final goal Pokemon of the special research, but only one you collect along the way after giving your buddy 10 treats. Jesse and James are no longer required for this special research. This Pokemon was a notable addition to my Pokemon Go collection because it seems like it should be a relatively common it seems like it should be relatively common, but I had neither caught it in the wild nor hatched it from an egg since its, in, its initial release on May 17th, 2019. It turns out that this Pokemon is not usually available from eggs and can only be caught when a mossy lure is used on a Pokestop. This Pokemon has two fast attacks, Bullet Seed and Tackle, and three charged attacks, Dazzling Gleam, Petal Blizzard, and Seed Bomb. This Pokemon can evolve into one of two final forms, randomly determined within Pokemon Go. The final evolution is generally available in the wild in Pokemon Go, but the form you will see depends on weather conditions at the time of capture. You cannot alternate the forms within Pokemon Go. There you go. Not too hard, not too easy. Pokemon Go players, put your thinking caps on. Uh, I forgot to say at the somewhere earlier in the episode, uh, there was an issue with Apple Podcasts last week. Mm. Nothing I can do here. Uh, we've talked about this before. There was an issue on Spotify like three months ago. This is what I will say, though. Because if you made it to the end, you're obviously a hardcore fan. Thank you for making it to the end. <laughs> but let me tell you, let me tell you the details here. I don't expect anyone to understand how podcasts work. But it's 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 really straightforward on my end. It's the Wild West. I upload the podcast only once. I edit it. Well, technically upload it three times, but that's because we have a premium feed and whatnot. Anyways, I edit the podcast. I hit the upload button. And once it goes onto the RSS feed, it goes everywhere. We have where our show is available on 200 different podcast apps. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Pocket Cast, Overcast, you name it, Podbean, we're there. Think of 185 other podcast apps, we're there. I don't specifically ever, and no podcaster does, upload specifically to Spotify or specifically to Stitcher. Um, that's just not how podcasting works. So when a when it doesn't appear on your favorite service, I assure you that I didn't forget to upload it to that service <laughs> because I just, that doesn't happen. But this yep. is what I can, it, this is what I can guarantee. If I got hit by a bus on Sunday night, while in my last dying breath, I will text Will and I will say, make sure that Monday's episode gets published. And it will. It will get published, it, it gets published every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Central Time, no matter what. So if it is 6.10 a.m. and you're like, where is my podcast? Uh, it, is, it is undoubtedly your app and not me. Because when I'm crushed underneath that bus, I will make <laughs> sure I hit that upload button or Will hits that upload button. So the, the other way you can test that is if you just go to our website, PokemonPodcast.com. The, if the episode is there on the website and it's not in your favorite podcast app like Stitcher, there's probably an issue with Stitcher. There's not a lot I can do to specifically fix that, um, but Apple Podcast has had a lot of issues in the last week, specifically because they were supposed to release their premium podcast episodes on June 15th, 
and that never happened. Like I uploaded the premium podcast for Apple Podcasts, and that button doesn't even appear for listeners yet. I've done everything they said they were going to do. And for some people, the episode popped up in Apple Podcasts. Some people it didn't. I did get a couple tweets being like, "Where's did you forget to upload to Apple Podcasts? No, I didn't. Apple Podcasts is just broken this week. But like I said, I promise you 6 a.m. Central Time every Monday, the episode will be there. And if it's not there, it might be your podcast app. Uh, unless suddenly I go missing. But I don't. Even if I go missing, Will 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 make sure the podcast goes up. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> That's like one of the most important things ever is that consistency of making sure the episode goes up. Hopefully, it's fixed this week. Let me know. You know, I, I think if it if it doesn't show up in Apple Podcasts right away, I'm sure I will hear on Twitter or whatnot. But um, like I said, I promise you, every Monday, 6 a.m. Central Time, the episode will go up, no matter what. So yeah, thank you for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter. Uh, Greg is at White Wing. Will is at Washing the Sink. I'm at Dragging a Lake. Podcast on Twitter at PKMNCST. Same thing for Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, t- Twitch, all that stuff. Uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, the week three of my XDL, I'm in a draft league for battles. So if you would like to see my progress in the draft league, that should be up on YouTube by the time you're listening to this. It was a fun match, I promise. Um, but thank you. We're making it to the end. What is our what is our hidden word this week? Uh hmm. Cashew butter. Cashew butter. Love cashew butter badoof. Yeah. Love that butter. Remember your golden your golden bidoofs, your shiny bidoofs, which are a lighter color, should be cashew butter and not peanut butter. Just saying. Thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe and all that stuff, because I don't know, you have to say it, otherwise people don't do it. But thank you for making yep. it to the end. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super sloppy Torchic. Sloppy, sloppy oh, Torchic. Torchic, Torchic. Oh, buddy. A huge shout out to our Patreon producers of this episode, starting with Kevin, Brian, Courtney, Jacob, Jessica, Jetsy, Kay, Bovine, Pat, Matrick, Patrick, Potato, Sean, Stephen, Alvaro, Dylan, Gray, Josh, Casey, Catherine, Nate, Ryan, Evan, and Steph. And a huge shout out to our executive producers they pay a little bit more anthony joseph brady and spencer thank you so much for your support if you too would like your name read at the end of the episode and you have money burning a hole in your pocket you can head over to patreon.com slash pkmncast or isc.cash to support the show thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week